Hello, listeners. Please help out all of the great shows here at Boardwalk Audio by simply clicking on that button on the website that says Support Our Artists. That will direct you to Amazon.com. You just do your normal shopping, and everyone here at Boardwalk Audio gets a small kickback. That will keep the great shows coming to you. So just click on that button, Support Our Artists. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. I'm your host, Mark David Christensen. I'm going to use real quick the beginning of this show to um, promote the last two shows of my indie show, The Manifesto Show, which I've been co-hosting and co-producing for the last five years. Well, just over five years. We just had our five-year anniversary about a couple months ago in February, but we have two shows remaining, um, and then we are retiring. So if you are in Los Angeles this Friday and next Friday, come out and enjoy two great shows with wonderful indie improv lineups. Um, that is the manifesto show. This Friday is April 28th, 8 30 PM. It's a free show. Um, it's just two hours of great fun improv. And then next week we have a big lineup on the uh, May 5th with wonderful teams. I'm still hearing who, which ones are confirming and coming in, um, but it's going to be a good time. Um, and then there'll probably most likely be an after party, you know, to celebrate five years of fun time running a show. But please come check it out. The Manifesto Show, two last shows. That is April 28th and May 5th, the last two shows. Until we go blast off into retirement. But enough of me promoting my show. Let's get to this great episode with a wonderful guest. Super excited that I got her. I had a wonderful time hanging out with her and watching the movie that we discussed um, in this episode. She is a very funny comedian, writer, um, actor. She's got it all. Um, And she has it all. She's funny. She's one of the, she's just entertaining at all times. If you're ever around her, let's get to the episode with Nicole Byer. I'm here with Nicole Byer. It's me, Nicole. <laughs> Who's decided to steal the persona of Mario for herself. Uh-huh. It's me. My brother's name is Luigi. <laughs> and that's all I know about Mario Brothers. Great. That's all you need to know. That they, you know, Perfect. They had their brothers, you know, they work together. That's great. I love it. <laughs> Who cares if Charlie or uh, Clyde do anything? Yeah, my dogs, dogs are here and they make noises. So it's all part of this episode. <laughs> it's all part of this episode. Yeah. Uh, but we just spent the evening watching uh, Made in America. 
um, starring Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson, mm-hmm. who are the big stars of it. For our listeners out there, um, Nicole, since I, prior to tonight, had never seen the movie before, can you give them a quick synopsis for anybody that wants to be reminded of the movie or has okay. never seen it? So Whoopi Goldberg plays a very Afrocentric woman named Sarah. She has a daughter named Zora, played by the young Nina Long, who's best friends with Will Smith. And she is a uh, she's a tube baby. She's a test tube baby. So she her dad is from a sperm bank and her mother had lied to her and she finds out because of a blood test or something. So then she goes on a mission to find her real dad and then she finds it and spoiler, it's Chad Dancer! <laughs> <laughs> and hilarity ensues. I think it's one of the funniest movies because it changes tone so much. It's a wild movie. It really was a wild movie. I so love it. So before we break down the movie and find out how <laughs> what I thought of it in this first viewing of all time, why, Nicole, did you want me to see this movie? I love Whoopi Goldberg 1. <laughs> I love Ted Danson 2. I think it's a really silly movie, and it's a movie where they fell in love, so you're like literally watching history. That's very true. They did. This was they mm-hmm. start dating after the after this movie. He cheated on his wife with Whoopi Goldberg. And who was then, his wife at the time? I do not remember. It's not who he's with now. No, right? he's with Mary Steenberg now. Yeah, and I think they're happy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, according to Curb Your Enthusiasm, they're very happy because <laughs> <they're... laughs> I don't watch Curb. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't remember who she was. But then they started dating, and they only dated for like. Not a long time. Right. I don't even think it was a full year. (laughs) But it was enough time for him to do blackface at the Friars Club and get some people a little angry. (laughs) But you said, because we brought this up as we started the movie, because that's the only thing I remember. Mm -hmm. I knew, I just knew who was in this movie, didn't really, didn't know much about it. And then, but I do remember when this movie came out, that controversy at the Friars Club mm-hmm. of, of Ted Danson and blackface and those images, like on ET, I remember yeah, watching after school and entertainment tonight. He like went like full throttle. Like it wasn't just like, oh, maybe I'll do a little blackface. It was like full fucking blackface. It's wild. And then I'm I was reading Whoopi Goldberg's autobiography no biography it was written by somebody else and it was like she thought he was the bravest man in the world it's like oh i don't know (laughs) i don't know if that's really brave i wouldn't call it brave no (laughs) i wouldn't call it brave at all but that's funny that like just because of their relationship she gave it like a pass or like people do you think they talked about that bit you think or do you think he just surprised her sure because with like my very close friends we say awful things right in the privacy of like my house or my car and then but you just like know not to take it (laughs) out into the world and i think maybe they were so wrapped up in each other and they're like this is amazing we're amazing we're gonna do it because it was to honor her i think at the friars club yeah so like I guess it was like a bit they talked about and she was like, I love it. And then he like went and did it and the world was like, uh, your love is wrong. Uh, everything's bad. <laughs> like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I would love to meet Ted Danson and be like, what was going through your brain when you painted your face black? Yeah, like that'd be fun to talk to him now. And I don't like, think he would talk to you about he it. He probably wouldn't, but wouldn't that be fascinating to at least have like just a heart to heart be like, just like what was hey, going bud, through your mind? What was going through your mind? Like, but, but, and how do you happened? feel about it now? Like, is it a thing you're like, yeah. Would you do it again? <laughs> yeah. And what venue would you pick? Largo? Uh, 
Crazy that he cheated on his wife with Whoopi. Yeah. What a wild ride. Yeah. And then ended up with <laughs> Mary Steinberg. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so it is not true. Once you go black, you can very much go back. <laughs> oh, Ted Danson's proved that. Ted Danson has proved that black is not the final destination. <laughs> it is a part of the journey. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. <laughs> you broke that myth. Oh, that's great. So great. You want this movie you've... Uh, did you have, like, an experience with it growing up? Like, wh- how old were you when this movie came out? By the um, way? Around I age. truly don't even know. Yeah, I can't think but of But my mother... Was- I, we rarely saw movies in theaters. Like, the only movie I remember seeing in a the theater is Ghost Dad, which is a terrible movie. Have is you ever that seen Bill that? Cosby? Yes, Bill Cosby's I've a dead daddy <laughs> who haunts the house. And I can't remember what exactly he does, but can't watch it now. Bill's bad. Yeah. But uh, my mom would buy us VHSs, and this is like one of the VHSs she bought us. So I watched this, Ghost, Sister Act, My Cousin Vinny, and Curly Sue just on loop. Wow. Yeah. Those and those were, my... like, all the movies you had. <laughs> like, I know you're like, but I'm pointing out that, like, when you pulled up your uh-huh. iTunes movie, like, uh-huh. library, all the movies you listed were the ones in there. <laughs> yep, they're my favorite movies. I I'll didn't... watch them when I'm hungover. I'll watch them when I miss my <laughs> youth. <laughs> it sounds so sad. When you're hungover, you miss your youth because you, when Sometimes you're younger, you like, don't feel that. I hangover. would never get hungover in my youth. <laughs> exactly. I would get so drunk, wake up, go to work, still kind of drunk, get like slightly hungover before like my lunch break, and then like go have a vodka soda and like power through the rest of my work day. All right. I miss it. Now I'm like, if I get drunk, if I have like three drinks, I'm done the next day. Oh, I am too. I'm like, oh, why did I do that to myself? Oh, that's the worst. I started drinking late too I didn't start drinking until I was 26 when I moved to LA oh so my body weird yeah it was because I grew up Mormon and from Utah yes I did know this yeah so I don't just didn't but when did you move here when you were 26 yeah yep I didn't I moved here the year like the January officially I was 25 and then April I turned 26 I'm sure you've spoken at length about Mormon Mormon time uh, but I've never spoken to you about Mormon time. Sure, go ahead. Ask. Is Mormon time a bad time or good time? It's a fine time. I you still I, Mormon? No. Is your parents and your family yes, still Mormon? My parents are very actively Mormon. My older brother. Are they mad at family. you? No. They're okay with yeah, you doing I mean, comedy. Yeah, I mean, at fifteen, I was sort of like stepping away from, and I was oh. never active in it. And now I'm officially not Mormon. Okay. But like, they, I don't even know. I think only my sister and maybe some of my siblings know about that. But like, oh, how do you actively become unmormon? Because Mormon's like this weird thing. It's like you have, if you want to become unmormon, in a sense, you have to be, you have to go through these steps to get your name res- taken off their official records. There's records. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And yeah. It's. It. I mean, I'm probably not the best one to to like to explain it all. But uh-huh. I knew this coming up because I had a couple of friends in high school that decided to get their names off the records and they uh-huh. went through it. But it means you, like the regular steps is you have to go in and talk to a bishop of your church, go through a bunch of interviews. So in a sense, they're going to break you down and like tell you, like get you to say like, why do you want want to be here? Is it because of sin? Probably, you know, typical anything, try to keep you there. But oh. I, I recently did another podcast like, like mm-hmm. last year that was about, it's a, this great podcast called, um, oh my God, it's Chris Deuce's podcast and it's called, mm-hmm. um, Oh my God! 
Celestial, celestial sex. Oh, okay. I was it's like, a great podcast. podcast. I can't help you. Yeah, I was just dumb and couldn't think of the name. But celestial sex, great podcast. He interviews Mormons about sexuality and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went on that, and then after that interview, he sent me to a, he sent me a website that a lawyer will like non like non payment will will go through this like legal action. Oh, so you just have to like you can skip all that stuff and just ask to have your name. Removed. Because I've just gotten to a point where I was like, I don't want to be a like I don't I don't agree with all your values. Uh huh. Majority of your values I don't agree with. I don't know in certain things socially and like um, politically and do your I don't want to parents slash family practice uh, polygamy or is no. that different? Polygamy is like this is the biggest. It's the funniest thing and it's probably the most. It has to be the most irritating thing for a Mormon because even me that doesn't even care about uh-huh. like. Like, because that's the one thing that globally everybody knows about a little mm-hmm. bit. And it is in the history of... So I'm not defending it. It's in the history of Mormonism. But there is a, a strong point where they leave it behind. Oh. That, like, I think Brigham... I don't... I mean, I could be wrong, but Brigham Young, I think, is one of the last ones that practiced it. Mm. But then there's a point where they just went, no, that's no longer part of... That's not part of our practice. But then so- there's all these... Sub so like any religion hell that has like a bunch of like branch offs. Yeah. There's a bunch of branch offs that still practice it. Oh, okay. How and they interesting. do, yeah. But so that's the thing. It's like so when you were Mormon, and that's the one thing people know. They always use that as a punchline or a uh-huh. joke, and you're just like, we're weirder than that. That's how we're I feel. So I'm, much weirder than we marrying are. a bunch of ladies. <laughs> I think we are because the religion. There's one aspect about the religion that I actually really like, but it's weird. What is that they in their belief system? If you do everything right. You eventually become your own god, and then like rule over your own like world. And I'm what? like, I'm like, cool. Wait, <laughs> like, after that... I'm dead or when I'm alive? Yeah, after you die. After I... you die, oh. there's like these levels of afterlife, and the, if you're higher up, you can eventually like become your own god and have your own. I'll world. say this: religion is wild. <laughs> yes, it is nuts that people were like. I don't know. God spoke to me. You could rule your own world when you're dead. Like, that is crazy. Thinking, like, I mean, I grew up Baptist, and they're like, Jesus is the son of God, and he rose from the... Like, all these things are wild. And it's like, okay, so if all this magic happened in Bible time, where is the magic now? Where is it? Because... it, it's because I don't think any of the magic stuff ever happened. No, it's like it's parables, just, it's but parables. They, they don't say it's parables. Yeah, they say Jesus is a miracle worker. Yes. Jesus can heal leprosy, and no one's ever like oh, these are stories about how you should be good. Yeah, and I think that's the wildest thing about religion. Like, I was raised that like uh, Jesus did all of that stuff. That mm-hmm. they're not just fables or yeah. whatever and it's like we believed some things but then like not other things like the bible yeah. says women are unclean when they are on their periods but guess who still had to go to her church when she was on her period me yeah it's like, i'm unclean let me stay fucking home that would be the thing right and then you're not supposed to eat shellfish black people love shellfish <laughs> so why do they ignore that part about it it's wild because everybody picks and chooses at this point it's crazy whatever That's, is convenient or like whatever I don't either I think I, there's we just, we just determined. an entity I think up there sometimes I'll talk to him or her or I talk. To, I do a weird thing where I talk to the universe now if I'm in hard times Same. but I'm more of like all of us make up this whatever this is anyway yeah I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But you know, 
Huh? Made in America, Made in America didn't have any religion did in it. Did not have a single <laughs> ounce of religion. It did have. So this movie definitely would not be made today. There's no way, right? Whoopi Goldberg plays like a feminist, like real, like essentially like a Black Lives Matter character. Yes. That like I don't think Owns any it. movie exec would be like, yes, that. Let's have her run an African store. Yeah. Let's have her have dreads. She's got no eyebrows. She wears African garb the whole movie. Uh, yeah, that would never happen, I don't think. I mean, I think that character could possibly happen again. But I think sure. with this... But, with it, but placing this character within this circumstance... Yes, there's no message. And how cavalier... There's no message, and it's very cavalier with mm-hmm. what's going on. Because yeah. it's silly, like... All over the place tonally, it's like almost, you warned me of. They were like, so Ted Danson's going to play the father. Whoopi Goldberg is going to play the would-be mother. How can we paint them as, like, stark contrasts? Okay, she loves being black, and he, like, is slightly racist. Yeah, he's slightly racist. Is a, essentially a Texan in San Francisco. Yes. Who's a cowboy that drives horribly in the city. <laughs> Yeah, you you polarized them so much. Yeah, he literally. There's a line. What was the line that we said? Uh, so when he meets Zora, who Zora is the daughter. No offense, uh, but black and white's just not my thing. Yeah, like because he's trying to fuck this would be daughter. Yeah, it's such like oh, it's bonkers. I will say the secondary characters in this movie are very funny. Yes, I think Will Smith is very funny. The woman it's- who plays the nurse is super funny. Uh, the secretary is really funny, but these two ladies, these two white ladies, who on IMDb are white lady one, white lady two, uh, come into the store and they want to buy traditional African stuff. They don't realize it yet. Then she locks them in the store, and then they don't get mad. They instead buy everything. <laughs> they are so funny. I I wonder if like a white. I wonder if there's any black people involved in this movie because it seems. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it's white people trying to write black characters. Maybe. Because that's why there's so much commentary. Like, those black, those white women in there are super funny because they're ignorant. And yes. they're, like, they're blissfully ignorant. Yes. And that's why I was like, I wonder if a black person was involved in writing that because I feel like that was, like, a, a statement on how white people are sometimes. Right. But then again, it might just be a white person who's like, I got so much guilt. This is how I feel sometimes. It could be. I don't know. I it, mean, I mean, let me run to my phone because I left it at mm-hmm, your, on your couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hurry. Hurry oh, back. No, no. Just, Hurry. <laughs> Hurry. Come I back. Like, I can look up. Hurry. I have an iPad with me, but I don't. I have another question. Yeah, please. So I know you. I would love if it was Dave just back Christensen. in the morning. Christensen. No, you can do the name but question. you online... Or I think on your UCB performer page it says Mark David Christensen. Yes. So this is a fun thing. Are you professionally Mark David? Yes. Because that's my my legal name. Yes. My birth certificate says Mark David Christensen. Yes. I grew up as um, always going by um, Dave. So when I moved Uh originally to Los Angeles, I was never going to include my my first name. I was just going to uh-huh. go off Dave because that's always what I got off jobs and everything. And when I signed up for SAG, this is such a boring story ah. for the outsiders, but they said, you can't, we already have another Dave. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. And 
I was like, their last name's with an E-N. Mine's with an O-N. Can I just be that Dave? And they're like, Uh, no, too close. Oh, that's so weird. They denied it. So for a while, I was M. David Christensen, because that's what I could do. Uh And I thought, that'll be close. But then I got really annoyed, because in auditions, you always just go, what's the M stand for? And you just, I was like, this is the one thing I don't want to have to constantly Mm -hmm. be explaining in auditions. Like, I don't want that to be my small talk. So it was just one day, I was like, I just legally changed everything to the mark oh. and, it, and it literally st- it caused a crazy stir in the comedy community <laughs> everybody was like what do we call Who you now are you? I was like just call me Dave that's what you know me as but that's very funny so you and Emma Stone have a similar story so if you ever oh, meet really? you can tell her that story because her name is like Emily <laughs> my dog is a squeaky toy that he loves <laughs> He loves that fucking toy. Uh, I took I, the other one away from him, but he somehow he found the, that other one. The, he got it. Hey, Clyde, bring me that squeaky toy. Give it to me. <laughs> oh. oh, so Emma, squeak, squeak. <laughs> All right. He, I don't think I have any more noisy toys around. He's like a child. He loves toys. Well, that's what dogs are, right? The other one They're loves never just up. waiting for John to come home. <laughs> oh, my God. You really do. That is diligent. Yeah, he loves John Milheiser. I think he thinks I made John go away because John got a job in New York and then Charlie was just so upset with me. Aww. And I don't know if I was like projecting like, mm, I think you're upset with me, but he truly seemed so angry with me. Oh, Charlie. It Whatever, wasn't her fuck fault. you, I feed you, you dummy. He's going to get more jobs, Charlie. <laughs> you got to remember that. Yeah, he might leave you again, bitch. This is, this is not how morbid I think this loyalty is, is that I immediately... The first thought when I saw how loyal he is mm-hmm. there was like, oh, so this is the kind of dog that when when John dies, he'll sit at his gravestone. Yes. My dog Clyde of. will eat my face if I die in front of him. Charlie will like paw John and try to bring him back to life. <laughs> give John mouth to <laughs> Just mouth. give him mouth to mouth. And he's like, please. <laughs> uh so real quick, I want yes. to hear what why what was Emma Stone's thing? Oh, Emma Stone. I know nothing about she's just her. like Emily Stone, and then there was already an Emily Stone, so she became Emma Stone. That's literally it. It's the same story as you. Oh, that's it. Great. But when you meet her, tell her. I'll be like, look, we have like, something in common. I'm Mark David because I couldn't just Sad. be David. We have shag stories, and then hug her, then I'll and hug then her. don't let her go and see what happens. <laughs> That'd be a pretty good thing to do right yes because women are okay with that women love to be touched without asking they love it they don't no (laughs) we love it so what i'm i really picked up is like the person i can't see there's two there's like people credited as the story marissa brandwine and nadine but the screenplay writer is a white woman oh okay I'm sure That's everybody the only in Hollywood thing. is white. <laughs> yeah. Let's get real. The guy who wrote Hidden Figures is a white guy. Was a Hidden Figures a white woman? Oh, was it a woman? Yes. The director is a white man. I then. think it was. Yeah. I think was, the director was a, co-wrote it with her. Then. Yeah, it's definitely a woman. It was two white woman. people, and they fabricated things. Did they really? Yeah. I haven't seen that movie, but when I all the feel-good moments that the white people do are fabricated. Ugh. Watching of it, I was course. like, "This feels disingenuous." I was like, "Did this really happen?" And then I read an article. It was like, "Nah, no, yeah, your feelings not were surprised. correct." I'm not surprised. But anywho, this movie is what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's in the spin of things. I get it. But this movie, you were so dead on when you were like, "So here's my impression of this movie." 
this movie wasn't a waste of time. Like, I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but it's not a way. It's not like a bad movie that feels yeah. like you wasted my time. You it's know, that there's a big movie. difference between the two. Yes, I didn't show you Jupiter Ascending. Have you seen that movie? No, but oh, I, I should have made you watch, watch it. Watch it is wild. <laughs> That's what uh, Charlie. Uh, Tatum, right? With Channing Tatum Tim. is a half rabbit man. <laughs> He's who half rabbit? jets around on like rocket boots. And Mia Kunis Kuh- Kuh- <laughs> plays like a nasty toilet scrubber who's the queen of a galaxy. <laughs> and I'll spoil it. I don't even give a shit. So she has to like go save Earth because Eddie Reme plays someone who speaks like this <laughs> and he eats planets to stay young oh that's it great the whole movie is bonkers so he's gonna eat earth to stay young yes literally just to stay young wow the plot is so thin it like I don't know how anyone read the script and agreed to do it hey. like no shade it was the Wysocki, it was Wysocki brothers right sisters sisters sorry Wait, they, are they both get ch- our pronouns going. But do they both change? Yes, both of them are oh. now they're trans ladies. They're trans ladies. Great. I believe so. I, I believe knew, the I second I, one I came out that. maybe last year. Oh. Yeah. Good for, I knew Which the is one. interesting because it's like, is it a hereditary thing or genetic thing? Or not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm under the impression that being gay is a hereditary thing. You can't help who you love. Yeah. You can't help how you feel. I wonder, oh my god. I wonder if it's hereditary. And I wonder if, like, Kylie Jenner will be, like, Kyle Jenner one day. Wow. That could happen. You heard it here first, (laughs) y'all. Breaking news. (laughs) When it becomes... When that that news breaks, I'm going to pull out this podcast episode and be like... I really hope it happens. Nicole Byers said it first. I hope so. And then maybe... Maybe that... Then maybe we'll get another Pepsi commercial. Oh, I hope. That's Kendall. Get them right. I don't know any of them. To be completely honest, I I don't know any of them. I really love them. I think they're a very silly family that's very smart. Um, And that's about it. Great. I mean, Um, like, you, she, what, Kim is a multi-millionaire, maybe a billionaire. You're right. From literally a bad sex tape. Have you seen the sex no. tape? She kind of just like rolls around and gives a bad blowjob. Like, I work harder than her and I am <laughs> not anywhere near as rich as her or as famous as her or look as good as. Like, I do much more work. Most women do more work than she did in that video. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I love these takes. <laughs> yeah, these are Nicole's hot takes. I love the good Nicole's hot takes. I will never watch that sex tape. Honestly, it's not worth it. Although Ray J has a huge dick. So we should see is a Ray J? big black dick. Oh, cool. Oh, that's Brandy Norwood's brother. Brandy? Brandy oh, Norwood? Brand. Oh, Brandy, Brandy. Of Moesha fame. Oh. Of I hit a car and killed the passenger fame. Whoa. Um, yeah, she's a vehicular manslaughterer. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Is she in jail for that or not? No. Just like Caitlyn Jenner, you're allowed to cool. hit people, and if it's just, an accident and they die, they you're Kennedy fine. They power on, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Nobody, well, someone gets hit in a car in this movie. <laughs> I'll bring it back to me. That was America. a good segue. Yeah, Whoopi Goldberg gets, gets hit, hit by a car. Which is one of the, the mini tonal shifts in this goddamn movie. <laughs> like, again, not a waste of time, but you don't 
it's it's a movie that literally feels like you're going around a corner. It's like being in a maze that you don't yes. know. I don't know what's going to come around in each corner, uh-huh. and it keeps <laughs> shifting because it goes from slaps like this kind of goofy performance. Uh-huh. It even like at the top, both performances are sort of above, a mm-hmm. little lifted, and then it slowly tries to ground itself, but it doesn't know how it's grounding nope. itself because there's still goofiness going on. And then it then, gets real heavy with Whoopi getting hit by a car. Yep, and then she's she, in a coma uh, for days. Even though and they call it a concussion. A concussion <laughs> coma. And then they joke around about her death. Ted Danson and Nina Long are like, I love arguing with her, but I guess we won't do it anymore. And then Whoopi's like, but you still can or something. That's what wakes her up. And then Ted Danson shoots two commercials or three commercials? He shoots, well, we see one, the monkey one. He's shooting the bear and the the elephant. So he Ah. shoots two, but they're... We should have done comedic rule of threes. He should have shot three commercials. He should have shot three. But I agree. honestly, it's like it felt like this was happening over the course of two days, and it was like, why is he shooting two commercials back to back? And then the one commercial where the elephant. So he's shooting a commercial with an elephant for whatever reason. Because that's his like weird animal thing his, that his yeah, agent. He's a how your pal, but like being a, your pal means he's got all these wild animals. Yeah. And then the elephant is controlled with a bell and Whoopi Goldberg rides a bike with a bell and for whatever reason as she's riding the bike is just clicking this bell. Not like how anyone rides a bike. No. It's you a, just it's... alert people with the bell and then the elephant chases her and then it's this wild thing and then there's a huge crowd and then the next day every single car in his lot sells out. That's not a real thing. Makes no sense. A lot Even, of things make no sense. Uh, so many things. That thing makes no sense because no car dealership becomes popular and then people sell its cars out. Yeah, no. Because that man's elephant thing doesn't change those cars. Yeah, like if <laughs> Keys on Van Nye had an elephant commercial that went amok, <laughs> I wouldn't be like, I gotta get the keys! <laughs> yeah. But I do know Keys because of the commercial. Keys, 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 keys on Van Nye. <laughs> uh, when I finally saw it in person, I was like, Shut up, Char. Who are you, Clyde? <laughs> my dog is barking at somebody outside my door. I should have put them away before we started. I think it's great. They're part of it. They're you. They're your dogs. They're my little animals. We're in your home. We don't need to put I them away. I am not an animal person, but I have two dogs. That's pretty wild because I know I'm an animal person. I feel like, but I don't have any dogs. Why? No money. I'm not. I don't want to get a dog and then have to neglect it. <laughs> Well, I neglect these dogs. They're home alone for hours. <laughs> well, that's different. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be able to buy them food. My dog oh, food. Oh, sure. There was once where we forgot to buy Charlie food. This is like three years ago. He had no food. And then I thought John had fed him something yesterday, like the day before. And then he hadn't fed him the day before. And then it was going on the second day of not feeding him. And I was like, John. We still don't have food. What did you feed him yesterday? He's like, I thought you fed him. And I was like, nobody fed the dog. Oh, so then no. we got like old pita out of the refrigerator and fed him stale pita bread. Aww. So, I mean, you can't do worse than that. And it's he cr- still loves John. You're dumb, Charlie. You're so <laughs> you're dumb. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> you're dumb. You got to like give up some of that loyalty. No, he's very loyal. He's but he guy. hasn't missed a meal since. Great. And he's good eaten a bunch of hamburgers. All right. Oof. Oof. Good. Uh, but yeah. this movie, it's so wacky. They fall it's, in love so... Like, they 
fall in love and then literally have a full-blown breakup before they've even had sex. Yeah. They've only made out once. Oh, and the makeout scene's wild. They knock over everything in the house. Lamps. Oh. There's an insert of Whoopi's black foot in a high heel just <laughs> knocking over a bowl. <laughs> yeah, full of fruit. Yes. <laughs> and it's insane. You're just like, what? Which is contrast with the daughter going out with the Latino character from, yes. from Hal's work. And he's just a creep. He's just literally getting yeah, mad at her because she won't have sex. Creep, yeah. I will say this movie had a lot of different ethnicities in it. I, w- I would agree. That's what's fu- it's interesting when you go back and watch a movie a couple of years ago and it feels like Hollywood was being diverse at one point and then yeah. it decided it like it decided like in 2000s to be like yeah. ah we don't need to be diverse anymore we don't anymore. really need this anymore what about those good white people yeah I was talking about TV I had like a couple interviews where they were like how does it feel to be a black woman on television and I was like I don't know how did it feel like in the late 90s when there was like 20 black shows on where like I grew up with so many black shows where a girl who's like I don't know, 12 now, I think has seen maybe two. Like, that's crazy to me. That is a bonkers thing. It's also crazy that there's only been two Asian American comedies on American television. Is that... All American Uh, Girl uh, with Margaret Cho and and, uh, Fresh Off off the the Boat. boat. That is bonkers. And, uh, let's see, I don't think there's been, like, an Indian American sitcom. No, not that I can't think of. Closest thing I think is maybe that, what is that, Outsourced movie or whatever? Oh, yeah, Outsourced on NBC. Yeah, it didn't where last Where is a comedy about a call center. Yeah. Woo, <laughs> hot stuff. <laughs> All our jobs are being outsourced. Oh, wow, that's funny. But it is weird that, the, like, I don't know why, like, I want to, like, it's odd to track that. Like, where did you guys just drop off? Yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. It's like Whoopi Goldberg was like a fucking leading lady and was just in lots and lots of movies. She, had, she could won an Oscar for she Ghost. She won an Oscar. And then it's like, I sure, Viola Davis won an Oscar or whatever, but she won it for a black movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone who was nominated this year was in black movies. Right. Where it's like, Moonlight was a black movie, but it wasn't specifically like... For sure, uh, we're, this is our struggle. We're very yes. black. It was, I don't know. It's but it fences is right. Fences is I yes. Have, August Wilson. It's it. August Wilson. Yeah. Uh, if you don't see it, I mean, it's a very I heavy would, movie I, to I watch. I do want to see it, um, and you have to like really invest the time and watch it because the, the words are so rich and yeah, there's so heard many of them because it's a play. Uh, but yeah, read his plays. He's got ten, and it's a uh, ten years. It's the ten, not ten year. Uh, 10 decade cycle of the black experience. Oh. So any August Wilson is about being black. For sure. And someone inside the play will go, I'm a black man and <laughs> X, Y, Z. Correct. But uh, yeah, it's great. But uh, no, but I hear what you're saying. Cause I think the, the people forget that like, and I, I mean, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong when I say this, but there is a part where I'm like, you guys got to stop making just like oh our diversity is like we gave you your movies and we have ours it's like no I want to watch a movie that there's no mention of the race and it just happens to have black leads yeah and it's like you can why or Asian leads Sister Act yes Sister Act I don't think they I I don't think they mention that she's black she's just a Vegas show girl and like she just happens to be black that's what I mean like Whoopi Goldberg was a movie star where they didn't mention she was black in every single role she did. Right. Maybe in some, but it wasn't like her defining characteristic. Like her defining characteristic was she was a funny woman 
and you wanted to watch her. Yes. It's just interesting. I think it is. And I think that's a big... It's weird how that's the big thing that they keep hitting a wall with. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why? There's no... I feel like the last couple... Like, the big black movies that people tend to see, I think, are slave movies. Yeah. And I... I don't need to watch another slave movie. Like, I... I'll, re- I'll always remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was talking to a friend who was watching Roots, and he was like, do you want to watch it? And I was like, no, I've seen Roots. He's like, yeah, but this is a new one. And I was like, they didn't need to remake Roots. Like, I, they, it already exists. And he's like, well, they need to keep remaking it so people don't forget. And I was like, who's forgetting? Who? Right. Is it, like, why people keep making slave stuff to be like, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We did that. Uh, my ancestors did that. Okay, it was bad. Right? I don't know. It's so weird. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's such a touchy thing because it's like, are we just trying to constantly remind ourselves too, to sort of like, like just to throw guilt around sometimes? I don't know. And I'm not saying that you don't have the right to remake Roots or keep reminding me. No. But there's a part of me that goes like. Why why keep writing that so that's the only role that you can give these black actors yes. rather than just try to make the push that I can watch a movie like throw any generic movie. Like what's a popular generic movie? I, I'm trying uh, Like uh, here's one. Why couldn't in Fantastic Four, I hated the movie, but they were like, you know what? We're going to cast Johnny Storm is the black character, but we can't have who traditionally Johnny and Sue are brother and sister in the comics. They're brother and sister in the movie. But this one was like, oh, we're just going to make it so it's adopted. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. why can't you have two black leads? Why can't you just make Sue and Johnny both black? Yeah. You, like, that drives me nuts. That is really interesting. Why go through all the... Like, all right, hurdles. so they'll have a black dad, but then I guess she'll be adopted. Uh, maybe from Iowa? I don't know. They got this white child from somewhere. Yeah, that's really interesting because then it's like, why do they even, like, why do they both have superpowers if they're adopted? I mean, in that, it's because they go to all this same planet, but like, oh, is it? Yeah, it's a whole, like, go and they get oh, radiation. Yeah, I remember. But it's, it's, it's to me, it's but the, yeah, the core is like, just why had like, two, two black, black leads? People. Why not? That is so interesting. I, I didn't <laughs> even think of it. Yeah, because one of the leads turns into a rock. Like, <laughs> yeah. why can't there just be two black superheroes out of this team of four? That stuff, yeah, that's, that's the small stuff that just starts to drive me crazy. Because I'm just like, ah, uh, just like, start making movies they have not, no mention of that. And I'm, it's like, I'm not saying there's not things where we need to keep talking uh-huh. about color and race and that but there's need to be that also that other sites where it's like no mm-hmm. we're allowing it not to be a thing we're allowing you just to be you as I yeah like you just said like how Whoopi was just we want to watch she her because she's funny Whoopi. she's great <laughs> that's <sighs> yeah they just ugh, it's frustrating it's so frustrating <laughs> Hollywood it's gonna be a while before that thing ever catches up to everybody else yeah but it's okay no it's hey, not what I mean I'll doing? still work in it if they want yeah it. I mean I'll still take jobs as like a maid I don't care <laughs> how much are you paying me oh boy no, don't take those roles Nicole you're I better will, than that I will play a maid I'll play you a poorly. be a damn funny maid then I'll be a funny maid who doesn't do anything right they're like why is she here she doesn't know how to clean and she just cracks jokes I'd watch that great Nicole the maid oh yes I'm asking what you need I ain't gonna oh, do no. it I ain't gonna do it I was thinking of more of a modern maid but now oh, you really sure. you really Sure, yes, yes, yes. I could be a modern maid. <laughs> Master, what you need from me? <laughs> Shall I go back to my slave house? No, I'm kidding. Oh, man. 
You're so funny. Okay, uh, I loved it. But like, damn, there was that one really funny conversation in this movie, though, that made me laugh. And it was all about <laughs> color. Was oh, when the, yes. When the daughter finally, when Zora goes to tell Whoopi, her mom, Sarah, mm-hmm. that it hit her, her father is white. And Whoopi can't believe it. And they both say white. 72 times time? in two minutes. It's so funny. It's really I funny. I thought that moment was so funny. I <laughs> wonder if it was scripted or if it was improvised. I'm going to guess scripted, but because I just don't think improv was a big thing in movies at that time. But I could yeah, be wrong. I don't know. But I Who could knows? be wrong. It just seems so tight. Yes. Very much like, as I said, when we were watching it, like, very tight, like, almost like who's, who's, uh, who's on first. Because yeah. it was just like, he's why, white. Why, why, why? Like white what? man, white. Like it was just. I can't even repeat it because yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, it's really them. funny. And I, and they just and then acted they're also it both very well doing thing. Like they were moving around as it was yes. happening. Yeah, it's a very good scene. Oh yeah, I thought it was very. It was, it was very very, fun. very funny. But then something that I thought this was odd, and maybe you can speak to this sort of about what we were talking about. I thought the move to have him not be the dad it's is not kind, a. I don't like that move. It's kind of a bummer. Because it's like, well, why not? Why can't this fantastical thing happen? And I guess I get the move where it's like these two women wanted to believe or all three of them wanted to believe in this thing so much that it like you needed the wind taken out of the sails. But then he shows up at the graduation and is like, I am your dad. And it's like, well, why do we need that moment anyway? Yeah. And I guess and they're like rationalizing how she could or couldn't be white after that white conversation because they're like well I guess you are lighter than me but you're not like light light which is funny because black people come in an array of shades yes and it's a stupid conversation because like my mom looked like a white lady but was like full black and my dad was just like you would lose him at night so like me and my Uh sister are just like in the middle and it's just so funny that they were like well I don't know the Cosby kids are all different colors yeah that's so fun it's such a funny conversation but like I don't know. I wish I wish she was the dad. I wish they had just left it be the too. dad. You too. And also, that's like that's a good, cool thing to see them push that early, like an interracial, yeah, like interracial rela- on top mm-hmm. of relationship. But also, look, we had a child. It was a magical mistake uh-huh. that caused it, but it's possible and things work out. Rather yeah. than it like being like, nope, we're gonna throw that out. They, they really like it's not. They're really overcorrected it. Yeah, because they were like, all right, oh. well, I mean, this interracial relationship is crazy to begin with. So like, let's not have him be the dad, but then he'll step up and be the dad. And it was which is like, a little bit like, look at that like, white guy stepping up and being yeah, the, being the white savior, savior who saves the day. Fuck off. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> they like, were fine without you. They were just fine without him. <laughs> And it's like, they'll be fine before, they'll be fine after, but nope, he rocked their world. And it's like, what, are they going to move into his big old house? He's going to move into their tiny house? How is this going to work? Yeah, I don't know. And he's only a car salesman. He has, like, not money to offer. I don't know how... So he, Hal, Ted Danson's character, lives in the biggest house in San Francisco. It looks like a fucking little mini mansion mm-hmm. with at least, like, I don't know, six bedrooms, seven baths who oh, knows for sure. and it's unfurnished and then it's like so did he like sell a bunch of cars make a bonus and then buy that house and then be like I can't furnish this thing it makes it no mu- sense yeah, I think you're right he's a used car like right those are used cars I or think they're cars? I think it's a new car but still but dog, like, I that- can't imagine I don't even know. wait google how much car dealers make uh, that's a good thing to google because I've never asked that question ask Siri 
Siri? I don't have Siri on my phone. What? She, she annoys me. Really? Yeah, I can't do a Siri. You took her off? I took her off. Turned how her off. How do you take her off? You just have you just go into your settings and you turn I it turn off. I turned into a man and I don't know how I did it. Like, I'm really dumb. I just was like, I don't want... The day when I can just go like, hello, Siri, with my, like, never you touching my phone. can do that now. Can you? I don't know. My yeah. phone's older. Millheiser changed his <laughs> to... I don't know anything. Siri won't answer me. She'll only answer him. And he'll just, like, have his phone in his hand and be like, Siri. Oh, wow. Also, why is her name Siri? Why isn't it like Beth? It's like true. Why can't you change the name? Carlos or like Like why don't you change it to something? Maybe like yeah. that would help loved ones that like you like change it to the name of the person that you would die. Yeah, I to. want Siri to be my mom. <laughs> my dead mom. Uh dead mom, please look this up. I don't I, use her real name. I, I just say dead, dead mom. mom. Uh dead mom, please wake me up at seven thirty in the morning. Thank you. <laughs> I'm on board with that. Oh, here we go. How much do car salesmen make? Oh, come on. This takes me to a bunch of different websites. Just answer the question. It won't say, like, how much, uh, like, what's the average amount of money a car dealership makes? A I'm car not dealer? getting an immediate answer. I mean, this is, I'll get my Siri. Move. Oh, you're going to get your Siri to answer Ooh. it quicker than me? Putting me in my place and how I should turn Siri on? Yeah. I see plenty of people ask Siri stuff. Yeah. Siri, how much does a car dealer make annually? <laughs> We're trying to figure this out. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So some dealers make well over a thousand dollars per car. So if you sell ten cars per month, that's ten thousand dollars. So it's one hundred twenty thousand per year. That's not that much. No, not. You found another site? I found another statistic. The first one was from Bing. Bing is untrustworthy. This is from <laughs> Google. Google says uh, the average uh, salesperson at a car dealership makes $40,000 per year, which is $20 an hour. Average, like on That's average. not worth being a car dealership. Oh, but, dealer, okay. The, but the commission general and operations managers at an auto dealership make one hundred thirty-three thousand dollars per year, and that's from two thousand eleven. So in the nineties, he's probably making way less than that. Yeah, right. He's not a hot shot. No, no. one, no one would consider a car dealer a hot shot, no. unless you're like some weirdly high end. Like, wait a minute. But, but no. then this says. Uh oh, what do you find? You're getting confused. Google, Google is telling me a lot of different things. So, uh -oh. oh, no, no, no. It's just saying a small retailer who they can make 120000 as like a, the manager of a dealership. But then if you have a like a medium sized one, you can earn 240000 per year. Uh, okay. But still, no one's making, like, he looked like he was making, like, a million dollars a year. He looked like, he he was living like a millionaire. He could afford to rent an elephant. Yeah, it's not, that's not. How much does it cost to rent an elephant? <laughs> oh, I can't okay, wait. Give me a moment. Come on, Siri. Okay, I found this on the web for how much does it cost <laughs> to Let's rent see. an elephant? I'm trying to figure it didn't, that out. It didn't, he didn't get the question right? He messed up? No, he did, but he keeps taking me to Bing. Ah, oh, Bing. Bing sucks. Why are you using Bing? I, I don't know. Let's Take that see. Bing off your phone. 
Uh, it doesn't say. <laughs> this is the craziest like wormhole to go down. <laughs> well, because it's like by the end of this at the end of this recording, we we're gonna be renting an elephant. <laughs> we're renting an elephant. We're becoming car salesmen. <laughs> Giving up Hollywood, going to go sell cars. Best choices we've ever made in our lives. <laughs> Will Smith, while you look that up, I want to point out, like, Will Smith is a delight. $6,000. Oh. $6,500. That's so much money for someone who's only making $100,000 yeah. a year. Where are they pulling that to get that, that? Because then they also rent a bear. That's probably also $6,000. Yeah. That's Thirteen thousand dollars because it was tw- uh, six thousand five hundred. Yeah. So it's thirteen thousand. That's so much. That's like that's oh. like a month a month of your wages going yeah. to renting animals. It's horrible. This is wild. That car dealership is going under. Yeah, I'm sure it's not in business anymore. No way. After mm-hmm. those two ads, mm-hmm. nope. Mm-hmm. I mean, guess like I mean maybe because they sold every car in one day, <laughs> that they maybe. Paid for the paid for the the elephant. I guess that's yeah, so wild. It was. It made no sense. But I was saying too, Will Smith is a delight in this. Oh, he's, he's scared of sperm funny. when they go to the sperm. He's so terrified of a man holding a cup of sperm that with like a lid on. He is scared of filling a cup to the brim with his own <laughs> cum. He's just like terrified of cum. Yeah, it's funny to watch him be terrified of just masturbating and... But then, like, what was the director's note? Can you be more scared of that cum? Like, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, it's just more cum. Yeah. I mean, I guess cum is gross. Yeah, cum is gross. But, like, I if someone that. was coming at me with a cup of cum, I wouldn't, like... I wouldn't freak out. Freak out and, like, knock him down. Ah, <laughs> oh, get that cum away from me! <laughs> that would be wild. Uh, especially in a doctor's office. Maybe outside of a doctor's office. Yeah, maybe, but like probably not. You'd probably be like, whatever. Whatever, dude. So what? There's a bunch so, of cum here. You have a cum and it has a lid on it? Cool, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> silly, silly, silly stuff. But a delight of a watch. I think so. I, I would agree with you. I think so. It's It shifts in t- tonal mm-hmm. and it's, but doesn't in a very all delight. It's like a romantic comedy mixed with a slapstick comedy mixed with like a dramedy. Yes. It's, uh, it's family, a like trying on. to be a family warming yeah. movie. Yeah, it's everything. It's just throwing I think everything it's in like, there. like uh, the product of rewrites. Probably very much so. I very think much so. When people ask for rewrites, they don't realize that they are keeping what you liked and incorporating an insane amount of like other stuff. Yes, that doesn't that doesn't match necessarily with else. yeah match. Yeah, and it causes for movies like this. Or maybe that's what they were going for. They were like, "We want you to feel like you're watching three separate movies." Great, I love it. Let's do it. Perfect. <laughs> well, before we wrap this officially up, Nicole, mm-hmm. I have a question for you that I ask every guest. Ask My. Me. <laughs> <laughs> My podcast is about I will watch anything once, but I want to know, Nicole, is there a type of movie or a genre uh, or anything out there? You said this one sort of movie already, but like, is there a movie that you typically avoid and just go, no, not for me, not going to sit down and watch that? Star Wars, I haven't seen. Is that so when you say Star Wars, are you just all, are you avoiding all stars? Could you just watch Jupiter? Oh, I watched it on a plane because it was wild okay, and I couldn't stop. Okay. But like, I saw Gravity and I was like, this is too much space. I never want to see this again. <laughs> then I watched Passengers and I was like, this movie was fundamentally done wrong. And I don't think I want to be in space. 
Did you see Passengers? I didn't. I'm curious, though. What is wrong with it? It is done wrong. Well, do you want me to spoil it? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So Chris Pratt plays a character, and he is taking a 90-year journey to this other planet, and you're in, like, sleep mode. And then his pod accidentally wakes him up, and he's like, I woke up too early. I woke up too early. Oh, I'll party on this ship by myself. And then he, like, hangs out by himself for a year, and then he sees Jennifer Lawrence's pod and is like dang she's cute and the only person he has to talk to is a robot who works at the bar so he like tells the robot at the bar he's like I'm gonna wake her up and the robot's like I don't think you think and he's like yeah I'm gonna do it so then he like essentially wakes her up because she's hot and then gets her to fall in love with him and then the robot discloses what he did she gets mad at him and then like a trauma happens to the ship they save the world they fall back in love why would you do it like that? Why would you let me know all of that information? Why not start with the two of them awake and like trying to figure this out, fall in love, and then it's revealed that he woke her up through a series of flashbacks. So then you're like, oh, this isn't cute and romantic. This is fucked up and weird. Yeah. Instead, you're watching and you're like, this is fucked up and weird, and I don't, there's no point to watching Yeah, this. you're being a creep. I have to like, yeah. are you trying to get me they to root for a creep? They could have had the best surprise and it could have been like a real suspenseful like moment. Yeah. But I guess they're not trying to paint him as like evil, but it's like, mm, you Let woke up some nice lady from her 90 year sleep. You're evil. Yeah. She's in love with you because of Stockholm syndrome. Cause there's nobody else. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was done incorrectly. I wonder if that's I just. I don't like space. <laughs> oh! You just. <laughs> Charlie. You scared my Nicole. Dog and I just <laughs> you jumped. You jumped a bit. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, I think there's someone Okay, go check. Oh my god. We're almost. So we're just gonna wrap it up. Well, I'll let you check. Oh. <laughs> wow. I live with these dogs. They bark all the time, and I don't know why it scared me like that. That, was, that caught you off guard. <laughs> I loved it. That was a good eight moment. Well, I guess but okay, so we know you don't great. don't make you watch a movie that takes place in space. I fucking hate space movies. <laughs> Gravity was truly garbage. She falls back down to Earth and is not dead. Get real. Get out of here. Have you seen Gravity? I did, and I liked oh it. Oh my god! <laughs> Too much fucking space. Then this movie, Life, is that with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. And, and the Jill That's and a Hall? new alien space. I movie. won't see it. <laughs> Too much space. Is Bring there... your movie back down to Earth. Oh, my gosh. So that's why you avoid... What's another yeah, space any... movie? Space... I'm trying to think if there's any... If there's one space movie that Nicole's seen I'm that enjoyed. To... I like Star Trek, but not you the like... movies. They suck. You like the TV show? I love Star Trek The Next Generation okay. with Captain Picard, who was one of my first crushes. Ooh. Yes, you better believe it. Uh, what is his name? It's a surprising crush. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Oh, I love that bald head. And then all through Logan, all I wanted to do was fuck him. I was like, <laughs> I get it. You are an old dying grandpa, but I would still open my labia like and smash <laughs> it on your face. I love him. <laughs> Great. So that's what. Okay. So now we know that we want space, but we want Patrick. Patrick want- <laughs> Stewart's there. You're okay with it? Yeah, I, I'll go to space. I'll go to the what is it? The final frontier. <laughs> These are the voyages of the Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> I will go on those voyages if he is there. I love it. Oh, this has been a delight, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure. Absolutely all of my pleasure to have you on. Thank you for taking the time out and showing me uh, Made in America. 
I recommend you watch this I see it as well tonight. <laughs> okay. Please. <laughs> If you want more from Nicole Byer, you can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Nicole Byer. She has a wonderful feed. She's always funny and bringing more funny into the world. Now, you can also see her in Los Angeles live every Sunday night at 11 p.m. with the team Search History at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. It's a great show to check out. A wonderfully always funny team. You're always going to get a great show with Search History. Definitely. Definitely check it out if you're in Los Angeles at UCB Franklin, 11 p.m. every Sunday night. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to give me some feedback, please email me at IWillWatchAnythingOnce at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from my listeners on how to keep the show going and maybe, heck, just improve the show. Make it a better listening experience for all of you out there. As well as you can stay up to date on the podcast or reach out to me. Also by Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at IWWAO. If you're trying to get my attention i've used the hashtag i will watch anything once love to hear from you love to hear from all my listeners and what movies you'd like me to watch and discuss on the podcast and i can do some episodes about that that would be great and if you could please go on to itunes rate review and subscribe share it with your friends have them rate and review let's get more people to the podcast But thank you again for listening. I highly appreciate you coming back each and every time I post an episode. Let's keep it going. Thank you. And remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. right into that mic. Oh, mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.